spidey senses tingling. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, the star of Hitman, Slimothy Oliphant. Welcome to inarguably uh, the greatest show we've ever done. Yeah, already. Already. Yeah. Yeah. By the intro alone. Inarguably or arguably? Uh, that's a female voice. Whoa. Show. We'll get to her in a second. Uh, pa- Paper Keg 35, you know, we go over industry news. Yeah. Uh, we do, like, some roundtable stuff. Talk about comics. Yeah, yeah. comics. We've been reading. And uh, we'll I do guess. a book club. Big book club this week. Oh, can I say it? My favorite book that we've done so far, I think, Whoa. for a book club. Way to go. Now no one needs to listen. Superman <laughs> Secret Identity. By the music and the Eminem. The first book we've ever done twice. That's true. Not on this uh, specific podcast, but old school for you, old schoolers out there. Uh, I try to lobby to do it every week. You do, and then we do letters. We'll read your letters live to close the show. Um, We have special guests, you know, real special guests. That's not nice. Uh, official show sponsors. Yeah. Actual true. comic shop. Real comic shop owners. Real people. Real actual people. Yeah. As we live in Team <laughs> Sarah and Patrick Titus in studio. Thanks for being here, Howdy. guys. Thanks for having us. Uh, it's my honor to be here. It's, yeah, everybody. Myself. With mine. you, it's mine too. Thank you, thank you for joining us at Dale's house. Yeah, absolutely. In this, in the studio. Uh, so let's go around the uh, the table to introduce our illustrious regular panel. You know, before we get into it, we got a lot of hot button issues to get into. Oh, yeah. Dark uh, horse, big week, hot button. We're gonna broach it. We're gonna broach it, that it topic. Be, it would behoove us to do so. Dale underscore A. It's good uh, to be here. You've been called an internet bad boy. Yes. An internet celebrity. Celebrity. Um, that is true. That's fact. That true. You wear fancy chauffeur hats. Oh man! Uh, but you're not wearing it now. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a. Uh, it's good to be here. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'd usually introduce one host. You know, he's not here. Or is he? Uh, Mark Farrington. Uh, he's the Batman genealogist of the show. You know, he's gone. He's gone. He's out here. He's he's on assignment to try to better himself. You know, he's been in the dumps lately on the show, Jonesy. Yeah, I've noticed that as well. He's yeah. just he, Something's he's missing. not on it anymore. He's no. more aloofington than normal. Could be that he got a girlfriend. Maybe. <laughs> Don't do it, Mark. It's probably I'm just spent. saying. You know I got mean? married, bro. Just uh, watch out. That's oh Jonesy God. giving us words of wisdom. You Sitting know, next to a married couple. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if Jenzy has told you this, but he just moved into a house. I did. He will probably mention at least four times this this episode as to yeah. some kind of reasoning for something. No, that's just a prophecy, bro. <laughs> so now I gotta fulfill it. <laughs> Jesus, he's a house father now. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to the show, Jonesy. Any updates on your unpublished comic book that uh, is rumored to be released between 2011 and 2020? 2011 and never. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as no 2000 updates. Never. <laughs> 
Uh, thanks for being here, Jonesy. Yeah, thank you. Thank talking. you for having me. Uh, let's get to the special guests. Now, they're the reason we're here. They're the real reason. Show sponsor. First time we've ever had a, an official show sponsor on the show live. We're proud to be your official show sponsor. Ah, well, it's an honor, thank you. obviously, for you. And uh, we wouldn't be here without you. So That's right. Your shop would be gone. It well, I mean, out we would physically be here doing this. Oh, you guys oh okay. there's a difference. I yeah. thought you were going to pay us some more compliments. <laughs> um, you know, so, Dale is one of our subscribers who likes to buy stuff on paper as opposed to some of us here what? in this room. What? I don't understand yeah. what that is. Care for, what is the, what? You know, Whoa. good old fashioned <laughs> tree killing. You know, I like. I call this calling out keg. I like stuff that's not paper uh, comics, like action figures. You know, those party shirts where they have, like, it's yeah. like Wolverine. And the, you know, nerds wear yeah. those like dance clubs. Oh, you mean, uh... you know, a great tip from a comic book shop owner is that next time you're in the shop and you see something that you want, you might want to get it because it'll be gone next time. Messenger bag, That's Captain it. America messenger yeah. bag. Yeah, it's stylish. So, Patrick, welcome. Do you prefer Patrick or just Titus? Because it's it's Either odd having or. two Tituses. Is Titus I. Tie-dye? Usually at the shop is Titus. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because there's have, another Patrick. We have two Patricks at the shop, so. Oh, that's confusing. That's yeah, too many. It's really confusing. But um, I often go by Titus myself because I often work with another Sarah, so it's just a group. Either or. We're one person. Doppelganger. How's, uh, how's business with the new 52? Business is booming. Rocking and rolling. Booming. It's been great. Hmm. Not yeah. just with the 52, either. I mean, Marvel's gone up. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you guys have talked about it already. Um, across the board, comics are... So other, we actually we had to install new subscriber bins because we ran out oh, of subscriber bins. That is good, and to we're hear. about to run out of subscriber bins again. Yeah. yeah, has anybody come in the shop specifically for the new Fifty Two? Like, did that oh, definitely that definitely. got them back yeah. into comics? Like, yeah. they've never been into a comic shop. Do you get do you get Both. people that have never been in or lapsed? Both. Yeah, are they kind of hermit like creatures, or are they normal people? All walks of life. All walks of life. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. my husband. Very diplomatic. Yeah. That was a good answer. What a politician. We have hermits. <laughs> it takes we all have, kinds, Slim. It takes all kinds. We have surgeons. We have lawyers. Wow. We have, we have shut-ins. girls that come because their dad read comics and they want to read them now, too, to kind wow. of, you know. That's hot. It, That's awesome. It, it's <laughs> <bad>. um, Dale <laughs> underscore A. Now, for the girls that come in, what what does like what do you, what does your girl readership new readers pick up in general? Because there's like a hubbub about what girls, you know, DC hates women and they wish them to die. That's what I've read I gotta on say, message boards. The New Fifty Two is that. extraordinarily <laughs> violent and, it is. and it a bit is. misogynistic, but um, just a bit. Honestly, it, it, I don't know what's been out in the air, but we have had a rash of. Late teens, early twenties, girls coming in buying old Green Lantern stuff. What really? It's because Ryan Reynolds is hot. No, but they saw the Ryan Reynolds movies. Alleged. They saw the the construct abs, (laughs) and they were like, "We want to rub our faces on them." So that's inappropriate. More often, though, more more traditionally, uh, True Blood. Right, Buffy. Buffy. Charmed. Yeah. Do you notice that Buffy wears Buffy T-shirts on the covers of her books? I have not noticed oh, that. Yeah. It's it kind of weird. Is. That is a little it's weird. It's a little yeah. self-aggrandizing. You'd probably buy... wear a Jonesy shirt if you could. I would if I, if I had one. <laughs> do people buy those Angel comics? Because nobody buys those, right? Yeah. You can Angel? Yeah. People do. People There's do. Angel and Faith now. It's interesting because when it was IDW, no one bought it. But when it was Dark, not, not that it was Dark Horse, it's selling like Why crazy. do you think that is? Not sure. Do they maybe it's, it's, maybe it's the writer? Different? I don't know. Is it Well, Whedon does Buffy, right? Yes. The Joss? Yep, the Joss. The Whedonites? Yep. The covers do look a bit nicer. They're a little bit more uh, 
Are they the photo ones? Jossus no, Christ? No, they're more uh, more painted, more like. Jesus Christ, I just yeah. got that. Sorry. I'm totally derailed. Uh, yeah. I mean, you have That's kind of what we do around you here. You cannot get derailed when someone says, Jossus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> All right. Yeah, because I, I hated the, the property. I keep trying to grab my ring. It's not there. I hate the property comics because they're just like photo covers. Like I downloaded the Star Trek new ongoing and it has a drawn cover, but the variants are just like press photos of them yep. in costume. And I was yep. like, "What is this? Do people do people buy? Are they more? Are non-readers more? Are they going to buy a comic book based on a photo cover than a drawn cover? Why do they even do those things?" That's a great question. Yeah, get some market I do research feel like on that. IDW's just got it's harder to get into. It feels a little bit more distant, and it feels like people that read IDW are looking for it and are already kind of in the market. Mm -hmm. But Dark Horse is a little bit more um, broad and you can come in and pick up um, some different sort of titles that aren't quite so um, shoehorned into a small demographic. Mm. What? I never thought about IDW being like that, but yeah, I guess I guess you're I guess right. for us, for us, it's not off the beaten path. Like it's something we would buy routinely. But I guess if you're, but we're, yeah, we're comic. And if readers. you're really into the new, you know, the big two, you know, maybe the only thing to draw you would be, uh, you know, Chris Pine's beautiful Star Trek abs. There's Construct well, abs uh, too. Yeah, Construct yeah. abs. What's the most popular comic that you guys sell? Ooh. What's Good like one. the number one? Poll? Oh wow, this is a great question. Are there or are there different? Ones like is there a more popular poll than than one that just people just come in and, and grab? I'm not sure. We sold the heck out of some Justice League yeah, we yeah, and some we Batman. The New Fifty Two, um, their whole launch promotion with the uh, returnability for retailers, the uh, discounted um, prices for retailers to have a little bit less risk of buying heavy in order to to reach more customers yeah. uh, has been has been very successful and I will say that DC has given us um some very good support with their launch um Amazing Spider-Man is still one of the really good solid books X-Men yeah. it's X-Men I don't yeah. think has been as 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 popular Walking right? Dead Walking Dead yeah, Walking yeah. Dead's been huge Crazy hmm. if you're going to tell the, me Wolverine and the X-Men isn't selling good I'll I'd lose my mind right now Sound great. Yeah, good. good. Yeah. Okay, good. The Wolverine yeah. title itself, not a big fan. It's, it's yeah. so I much of the they... Japanese and just the weird kind of other culture of Wolverine. It's not much as the mutant and, and the um, the team-up that I think most people are looking for. Yeah, I think it really appeals to the hardcore mm -hmm. fan that's left. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. we were saying that, I think, last show, how they're, they're battling like dragons in kind of a Madripoor-esque setting. And that's like old-school Wolverine. I don't know who else. That yeah, would but you to. like that Wolverine. I do, and I didn't even really like that story that much. I don't know why. But he's been he's been his title's been rebooted like five times in the last year. It went to it Weapon been. X Wolverine, and then it became like Dakin, uh -huh. and then Aaron rebooted it. This is all over. You're a big place. fan of Patch, aren't you? Yeah, I like the Patch. <laughs> <laughs> so every now and then I grab those single issues from the long box. Um so Justice League and Batman. What's what's in like the is Walking Dead the most popular indie book that sells? Definitely. What about Invincible? Does that sell? It sells pretty well. It's not it's not as good as, as Walking, Walking Dead, Dead, but it's up there. Yeah, great book. It is a great book. Yeah. Invincible you... is still capes and tights, and Walking Dead is just totally its own yeah. genre, and it appeals to non traditional comic readers. Yeah, there's it's nothing really that's... quite like Walking Dead. How often a month does Amazing Spider-Man come out? Three, a seven. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh boy! <laughs> so Dark wow. Dark Horse came out and said that they are uh, they're going to do the same day digital, you know, finally. So I think they're the last okay. publisher. Um, but they came out. It was really weird. The articles came out, and the press release didn't say anything about price. But the first article that came out from Newsarama said that they would be following the ninety nine cent to dollar ninety nine release point. But their bo- their print books are like three fifty. So it created this huge hubbub. So now they're gonna go to Larry's comics. You know he's on the Twitter. He's kind of a kook. He, the, I think on the he Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he Larry. definitely uh, took over the comic market hashtag. Everything everything it's he tweets yep. everything he tweets has comic market as a hashtag. So if like you track that, it's just Larry's comics. So he's limiting himself to 132 tweets. Uh, like characters in yeah, the tweet. It's tough. Did you just do that math now? Yes. No, I, I didn't. I don't even know if it's accurate. I can't even do math right now. So, so he created this thing where he said the dark horse is, you know, undercutting the retailers. You know, we need to take a stand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, re- and I, I was following his Twitter for, you know, the, the over the weekend, and I looked. I was like, let me look back at these press releases and see where Dark Horse said that the comics would be ninety nine cents or dollar nine, and none of them, none of the press releases said that's the, the prices were going to be. Right. People just assumed that that's going to be the price. So they came out today and updated it and says, everyone, you know. Everybody calm down. Wipe, everybody you know. calm down. Chill out. Take a chill pill. They're going to yeah. be three ninety nine. Um, What would you have thought if, if those Dark Horse books were going to be one ninety nine or $0.99 cents digital as opposed to their print price? One ninety nine doesn't really bother me. $0.99 would bother me. Yeah. Because that's actually, just too much. That's just too much undercutting. We're discussing last night of the Dandy Digital and Mark... M, who I know you guys have a trouble pronouncing his last name. I I heard almost definitively it's Miller. Almost definitively, almost. Almost. Was that in a, Sc- was that in a Scottish accent though? <laughs> I mean, so I, I can only give you almost definitively. We talking oh. about Mark Millar here? Mark Millar. <laughs> Jonesy's still here. That um, Ching, I'm out. Yeah, he wrote that uh that that retailer heavy. You know, I want to make love to retailers right now. Buy my books, retailers. To, to be fair, his point was that releasing digital on the same day as paper is analogous to releasing a movie in the theater and also on TV or on DVD at the same time. And it doesn't give that incentive to go out and buy it or the incentive to um, get that first batch. It's like releasing hardcovers and trades on the same day. There's a little bit of, um, of loss there. And uh, Titus actually... Um, had said that he doesn't have a problem with the same day and the same price, but if we get to a point down the line when it is cheaper to do it digitally on the same day, that is where there will start to be some some real angst and uh, and divisiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The thing with the the thing with the movie analogy, it works, but. When you the movie aspect, there's the big difference is when you when you pay to see a movie in theaters, you don't keep anything. There's no product that you get to keep. In fact, you're paying more for something, or depending on what theater you go to, you're paying more for nothing that you can take with you home. You don't know? you not own all of the digital? No, copies but for all what of I'm saying too? is the the stamp the original is going to a theater, and that's in advance. And then mm-hmm. in comics, the original oh, is yeah. going to a co- comic shop, and you get a, a print copy that you get to keep. Sure. So. I do see some. I do see some um, points that Miller made that that were good, but I don't know. It in in my view, it just seemed like he wanted retailers to buy his late books. 
you know, like yeah. all his, I mean, there was comics that he was putting out that are like kick ass is like was six months late. So he trumps up his love for retailers, and retailers like, oh, you know, I wasn't gonna order. I was gonna order ten copies, of Kickass too, because it was late. But maybe I order twenty. But since Mark Millar prostituted himself, it's <laughs> not gonna affect my buying, though. I don't think. Not at all. No. Yeah, I think his 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 veil of bull s. Oh uh, yeah, I think has been lifted. It's like a machine going twenty. He used to be. He used to be a hot seller. But not any, his ultimate stuff that came out last year yeah. didn't sell that great. I don't think the ultimates think versus the new ultimates and. It, Death of Spider-Man. It's still okay, but yeah, it was not the same as the have, original Ultimates. No, yeah, he doesn't no, have the kind of wow factor anymore. That I think it's super does human. he fall off the radar because he's so consistently late? I mean, well, he, that, he, that is yeah. a big problem. Yeah, superior, superior. Yeah. What? I, yeah, I like completely forgot about that book. I don't even know what's happening in that comic. That ended right. No, no, it's not. No, <laughs> issue five or six is coming out this month. No, or next it's month. not. Yeah, yep. you don't have to wait. Nemesis was way late. Yep, the final issue of that. Uh, Kick-Ass 2, which I've heard is, like, brutally awful. I don't know. There's some kind of hatred of women happening in that well, comic, he's too. A, he's yeah. Scotlander bus, right? He's not going to sleep until Scotland's the comics capital of the world. You know, Scotland, <laughs> right. that podunk uh, neighborhood <laughs> did from call Ireland. It, <laughs> did call it some podunk something or other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So, now, you guys have a digital shop with Comixology, too. So, you're a forward-thinking comic shop we do we there's, do. there's not a lot of shops that do that i don't think they don't they... i mean it's, it's it's going to happen yeah we can't really just keep ignoring it and, yeah. and hoping it you know goes away because it's, it's not going to go away right the industry needs it so yeah, we I, need it I, too. yeah i i'm i you know i i talk about how i'm one that kind of switched to digital but i think there's 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 gray areas where some people would switch to digital there's some people that would come to digital and just stay there there's some that would come to digital and they go to print and you know, there's variations. I think. I don't think we've lost any customers to digital. Yeah. We've we've gained some customers from digital. Mm-hmm. We've have had people come in and say, "Yeah, I mean, I I've read the first you know two issues of this." You know, I can't oh, really? think of yeah. one guy who oh, dropped cool. one title because he was getting it digitally because he wanted to have it that day because he couldn't come into the shop to get it. Mm. But he got everything else from us. He didn't so, want to leave the bed. He just wanted to yeah. turn over. I think it was actually it. Walking Dead that he wanted. Yeah. He was like, "No, I have to have this." So. The people that are coming into shops are thinking about what they want to do, um, and in general, people are getting much more, especially with the holidays, small business-minded and where you can put your money to make the most effect out of it, and that's really what it comes down to is protecting the shops that everyone loves that helped build the industry that you don't want to have go away, and however you know, we can do that, mm-hmm. um, every nickel counts. Um, but no, I think overall, it has been a positive effect, and we've had more customers come in. Yeah, most because definitely. they read something, yeah, maybe it's also accessible for free. that way. Yeah, Did you see cool. the Marvel app too? Just announced that five dollar coupon. So when you buy a digital comic in the app, they'll give you a, a five dollar coupon to take into I shops. Did not see that. Yeah, that no. just came out today. I did okay. not so, see that. so shops that oh, are partnered cool. with pretty Marvel, cool. yeah. I guess, or there's maybe there's going to be a special title that are that get the five dollar discount if you come in. You can get a five dollar off Marvel comic book in a print shop. Huh. That's pretty I cool. Have, That's I do pretty have cool. a. Uh, the uh, the digital storefront for the comic book shop which I use, uh, there's no Marvel comics in that. that uh, I'm yeah, going to write my senator. You, sh- you should write your Marvel senator and because let them know that you'd want their books in the uh, digital store. Absolutely. I I mean I any d- digital books I try to buy from the web. Yeah. At, at, to begin with, only because if you buy it through your iOS or your Android device, I just have this feeling that there's some sort of cut. There's definitely a cut going to Apple. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, pretty you know, sizable. I'll check the uh, digital storefront for the comic shop first, and then you know, but the Marvel books aren't in there, and that chaps my butt. It'd be but, nice uh, to have Dark Horse too, in that yeah. in that store. Oh yeah, that's a that's their It'd own. It'd be nice if there was a industry set for everything because just for retailers everybody yeah. is different every publisher yeah. handles it differently and it's yeah. just a big Was, doesn't diamond have a digital thing or they're trying to do a diamond too. with like a, sure coup, like a printout coupon <laughs> they're like gonna uh, give you a machine yep. again all the publishers are different so it's just a big old and we're still in the very infant stages it still right. hasn't you yeah know, it's very young gone that far yet what about the uh the avenging spider-man did you guys uh have any um Oh yeah, that's right. Because you would get the you free would, digital, yeah, you copy. Got a free digital yep. copy. But uh, I mean, I, I it's on my pull list for sure because I love it in print. It's, it's fun. Awesome yeah, yeah it's good another stuff. another Spider Man book on your uh, on your monthly I, pull I love list. it. Except that now Joe Mad's off. Yeah, and Greg Land is on. Greg uh, Greg Land. What a great artist, huh? I don't mind Greg Land. Get out of here. Stop trolling. <laughs> his his, his, his X Men stuff is all right. No way. Oh, God. That, he is probably one of the reasons I stopped collecting Uncanny. Really? Him, him <laughs> and Matt, Matt Fraction and Brubaker. Mm. Oh the second they moved to San Francisco, I threw that comic in the garbage can. The, all the Marvel architects over here, and you just shut <laughs> them down. <laughs> Those yeah. architects. The architects. I'll tell you what. Yep. The architects. They're not architecting anything in my pull list. Oh, boy. The uh, Speaking of which, all those ar- architects are going to be on an event. Announcement Wednesday, I think, some oh. kind of Phoenix announcement. Okay. Did yeah, Jonesy and I Joe? were attended a cu- the Cup of Joe yeah. panel. Oh. At uh, NYCC, and they teased that all it, the uh, Marvel architects. Yeah. yeah, it's coming. It's yeah, coming. there's a big. And there was a, some mention of that in the uh, point one issue. Yeah. If you read well, that. Yeah. Well, apparently every architect writer is writing an issue okay. of this event, oh, and Vermita, Cubert, and I can't remember Kubert? the. Th- which Cubert? Your Cubert or Adam, my Cubert? My Cubert, Adam Cubert. Mm. Hopefully he picks up after my, that. My Cubert. That <laughs> last part of Schism. I can't remember who the third all-star artist is, but that's apparently how it's going to be. It's going to be like Schism <laughs> where they rotate artists. Um, yeah. What's the uh, What's the new hot stuff this Christmas while we get the plug in? Captain America. Who's bags? Who, what are you guys pushing? Who's buying? And what for Christmas? Walking Dead trades, I'm sure. Walking Dead trades, Rise Walking of the Dead. Governor. Walking Dead toys. I mean, there's Walking Dead everything. I saw you know, that so. this week. I saw the Michonne. She yep. had like a little toolbox with her. Yep. Yeah, it's she adorable. did. It's adorable. The spoon and everything. Yep. Power drill. <laughs> yep. Wow. And the zombies split open. The yep. head split open and the torsos come off. My and... wife pointed out um, how that Michonne figure would be curious to people that are just watching the show. Like yeah. Well, they're character? they're making comic versions of the figures. Yeah, and they're making right. TV versions. Oh, of the there's two as well. different sets. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna oh, have like a, like a Daryl for TV show and stuff like that. Oh, so God, exciting! How annoying is Shane in that show? Can we talk oh about that? Oh my God! Uh, he is literally uh, the worst part of that show. I want to strangle him every episode. I'm, I'm hoping it means more when he it, when it happens. Dude. Yeah, you know, you know, you know. Especially those because uh, it has gloves. to happen. Cop gloves he wears. He's a character that oh, I want to like grab and put his head into a, a water filled bucket and just like hold yep. his head in it water for like thirty seconds. Slim waterboarding over here. <laughs> I want to waterboard <laughs> him very hard. But uh, I think they're doing a good job with making us hate him. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I was ready to yep. to kick my TV during the season finale when he was like going nuts and oh. taking charge. Mid season. No, Mid season. <sighs> God, help me. Help me, Jesus. <laughs> but would you rather Johnson. watch me, one Johnson. season and have it be over faster and then wait longer for the next season, or would you rather have this like kind of split up thing? Because there's, I mean, this is it's like a show like Mad Men. You wait like three years. It's like this. Wasn't The Sopranos like that in between seasons? I never watched some it, of the, some of the seasons were like 13, 14 months. <sighs> seems like oh, we're running out of tape. 
Yeah. We are oh, running boy. out yeah, of yeah. tape. Yeah, we got, we'll get we're into, getting caught up in the comic book we'll shops. Get into, uh, we'll get into part here. two. Under interrogation over here. I didn't know it was going to be this. Uh... <laughs> a lot oh, yeah. of people have questions, you know? Yeah. The we paper have, keg listeners want to know. We're just filtering the people's voices through mm-hmm. us. We had a clipboard of questions that we voted on yeah. before you guys uh, came over here. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, uh, you guys will come back. Yeah, of course. This is a beautiful drive out to rural. There's nothing. New there's nothing Bumble. good about this area except for this house. Let's be honest here. Funny. <laughs> had a charter a helicopter. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll get into some more chatter. You know, yeah. PK thirty six. We got to get to uh, comics. We're running out of tape. Comics. We're running out of tape. We weren't talking about comics already. No, nothing not important. These, not the, the, the we're comics that we're, we're going to edit out that first twenty five minutes. Awesome. It never happened. Uh, I want to talk to somebody right now that's been. Very quiet this episode. His name is uh, Jamsy Loves Beer. I, I was just taking it in, Slim. <laughs> I mean, you're this taking is, notes. Uh, no, I, I think the 25 minute interrogation is over. Uh, as a reader and someone who enjoys both digital and retail, it's it was really nice to see that back and forth and how about, the honesty. How about that? Honestly, how about that Larry's comics huh, on the Twitter? I'm not you're, a fan of that guy. Your, your ass was chapped. Yeah, that was one of those things where like you follow the guy, then like seven tweets later, you're like, "This was a bad decision." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I, you I actually did up. that. I added him to my comics list in like an hour. It was just all of that dumb chicken avatar, and I was like, "All right, that's enough of this." <laughs> the dumb chicken avatar. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not relevant, bud. I don't hmm. care for the fact that in his newsletter he says. Three things you need to know to be a fool, a friend of old Lair. Like, <laughs> That's just bad marketing. Friend of old Lair. Uh, I'm sure his racist Ultimate Spider-Man jokes didn't help matters either on the Twitter <laughs> when Miles Morales Man, was announced. Killed. They killed. They killed. <laughs> yep, yep. I don't know what they did, but God. Man, they killed made... the image of comic book readers everywhere. That's right. <laughs> killed yeah, them. Yeah. It did. Definitely a disservice to the entire industry. Johnson, yeah, right, right, let's get it back on the rails here. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's rein it in. Aquaman number three. Aquaman. Huh? Aquaman. Aquaman number three. So, so let me tell you, besides Animal Man, this is my favorite of the new Fifty Two. Hmm. Wow, it's fun. Uh, it's it's so good. I, I mean, they uh, without giving too much away, which is my norm. Right. I'll just say they they uh, <laughs> absolutely. You get some more background into these creatures that are terrorizing the city that Aquaman has to go uh, <laughs> has to go after. They give you you know some nuggets, some clues as to what they are. I think they figure out the origin of these creatures uh you get introduced to this uh great new character who uh who has a previous relationship with a young arthur curry which i just learned aquaman's secret identity arthur curry yeah i'm bringing it in your demographic you how much do you love saying aquaman (laughs) i'm really getting off on it i'm not gonna lie (laughs) uh he even said um about uh the trident he said you know he's he's coming back for it and you're like, oh, who's coming back for it? So yeah, this is, does a good job of uh, continuing the story and setting up, uh, you know, Number new four. plot points for the future. I do not like that it's kind of being written for the trade. Mm. I thought we were kind of getting away from that in a mm. new fifty two, but three issues in, this is definitely being written. For I don't the know trade. why more books weren't single issue one off stories. Like, that, like that the first the whole point, yeah. yeah. That would have been a great jumping on. For, like a while, like fifty-two books were. It seems like, like all part the one. all the Jeff Johns books are, are kind of. I don't like think, that. They're all stretched out. They're I don't think he cannot do it 
Yeah. I think, you're I right. think yeah. he's been doing it for so long. He's wired he, that way. He can't yeah. do a one show. He's like, 22 pages, that isn't enough. I don't know when you're writing half a DCU at the same time. Oh, yeah, that guy's just so burnt out. Isn't he like an executive VP of Did the company? You, do you yeah. follow his Twitter? The other day he posted this picture of him and Dan Dedeo drinking together. And Damn. he looks totally like burnt out. Yes, he like does. Like he's been to the rear. Really? Like he's lost a ton of weight since we saw him at NYCC last year. I actually thought he gained weight at this NYCC. Nah, he's, he's wearing his like party willowy. college shirts and they're well, he's not. Snug. He's not going oh, full God. N wine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which but, is the, obviously the gauge of how you yeah. measure. Len, so you're, what you're saying is he's not wearing the Wolverine party shirt that you see in a rack. Yeah, twenty four seven. Yeah, but uh, he just doesn't look healthy. Jeff, get better. I will say, you guys live in the Hollywood lifestyle. I mean, that's... I mean, Farrington must be going through it. Maybe that's why Farrington is in the dumps. Yeah, because his boy's not doing too he, good. Maybe he's like he's cyclically connected to Jeff Johns, like E.T. was. They're on the same cycle. <laughs> oh, <God>. Farrington, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> you were going to say something, Sarah, about M- Miss Titus. Why, thank you. Um, when we had the chance to talk with the D.C. reps about um, this. the retailing roadshow wow. last summer, the uh, pre-D.C. relaunch hubbub, Swing our DCs around over here. <laughs> Jeff Johns was the most uncharismatic, uninterested. He, he was most, late. Yeah. He was late. He, he was, was distracted. He was on his phone. He left in the middle. He was just. He he did. I mean, maybe there was something going on, but. But overall, he wasn't there. Jim Lee, on the other hand, came up to us in our seats before the session started and said, Hi, I'm Jim Lee. Nice to meet you. Thanks well, for coming. Where are you that's from? That's awesome. I was like, I, like I know your name. I know who you are. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Jim yes, Lee is a class hack. When we saw him last year, I think it was just you and I, Dale, in the room for the DC panel. And Jim Lee was like 15 minutes late. Mm. And he just burst in the room. He's like, sorry, 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 oh, no, sorry. That was me and was you. That you. I remember yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't there. That was sure. Good times. Yeah, you weren't there. Holding hands. Yeah, Jim Lee seems like a nice, nice guy. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Johns just always seems like he's doing I mean, thirty things at once. He was in his probably brain. inventing the new Fifty Two during that time. <laughs> like he just came up with the idea. He was trying to think how he's going to write an Aquaman comic. You know what Jim Lee gave? Like, how can we turn the ship? The Wildcats cartoon. Wildcats. How the theme song that go? Jonesy checks check off his list. Bring out Wildcats cartoon in order to sing theme song. It's my new Ben Nisimaliv on Daredevil. Miss Titus, what are you reading uh, right now in your big, long, detailed notepad? What do you have for us? Mold I am skin, reading. Though. It's a moleskin. So. I actually reread um, something that I just I love it when it sits on the shelf and it's just um, one of one of my favorite books, the uh, New Avengers, the beginning of the most recent run. Um, started with number one. Hmm. Um, that actually oh, yeah. began about when we took over ownership of the comic book shop. And are you playing music no, over no, me? That, I don't know what that was. What? <laughs> that wasn't anything. <laughs> it's like that hook. You know, the <laughs> hook just comes out all the time. So I, it has a special place for me because it's one of the books that I started reading from the beginning with a number one, and uh, I really, really enjoyed it. The first run um, is by the uh, the Jeff Johns of Marvel is uh, Brian Michael Bendis, right? And um, the just beautiful artwork of Stuart Amonin Love is em. just draw droppingly delicious for Amonin? each of these episodes. Is that how you Amonin. say it? That's how I say it. They'll probably know Amonin. better than us. Amonin. Amonin. We don't even I, know if it's true. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody Actually, knows. We're, we're, probably, probably, so probably all wrong. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I just Nobody say it with confidence knows. and people believe that me. That is the way to do it, actually. 
No, and but, you uh, actually you actually brought that here too, right? I did. That's, I brought all my homework. Look at this. That's uh, a that that stack. You never no. leave the house prepared. Those first not couple since, trades not are since, awesome. Uh, at Mary Sale, has someone been so prepared for the show? A few little do they know. What's that cackle? Gonna pass over that. So the new Avengers, we meet the uh the crew after the events of siege which i didn't mm-hmm. really know what it was because i wasn't reading comics before so as a new reader i found yeah. this very approachable i knew something bad happened um right but we see um steve rogers and uh, tony stark and they're trying to convince luke cage that he can have his own avengers team and luke cage doesn't really get it he thinks that there's there's a catcher that he's going to have to work for the man by um by agreeing to be on the team right because who'd want to read a comic about luke cage let's be honest i here. certainly wouldn't got to be on a team book for that to happen for me <laughs> so they convince him that no actually we really want you to have your own team because we have our team and we're all gonna have to and nobody wants you here <laughs> sorry Continue. But he got to pick the people that were stuck with him. That's right. So he said that he was able to have his own team. His first pick was his wife and baby. Two picks. Figures. <laughs> yeah. Does that count as two? Yeah, but he had to take them. She, they would. She Has he ever been, been in a comic a where his wife and baby were not in it? Negative. No. And always swinging by a laser beam that's going by and dodging death <laughs> at every turn. I got nothing. I'm out. <laughs> He gets the crew together and then finds out when they go to Avengers Mansion that they also have a babysitter uh, or liaison, um, mm, Victoria right. Hand, who was one of Osborne's uh, top lieutenants of Hammer. And the crew do not react kindly to her at first. They see her as one of the bad guys, but uh, they eventually come around to the fact that she did what she thought she was right to an extent, but didn't actually really agree with how it all went down. So... This is her chance for redemption. This is her chance for um, being able to make something good out of herself. And the gang kind of took that. <laughs> that audio is amazing of whatever that is in your mouth. <laughs> I was totally fine until I had to come talk. <laughs> Sound clip that. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, the first uh, story arc here focuses on um, mystical and demonic possessions that require uh, Dr. Strange. Uh, Damon Hellstrom and the yeah, new okay. Sorcerer Supreme, uh, Brother Voodoo. Thank God. Oh, yeah, I was very confused by that guy. <laughs> Brother Voodoo? Brother Voodoo. Get out of here. Dr. Strange. <laughs> He's the worst. No. Come on. Get out of here. You ruined that whole point one book for me. Get out of here. <laughs> so, that, so the arc doesn't, one of them, does one of them die in this arc, if I remember correctly? That is correct. In order to save the day, someone is sacrificed. Um, actually, kind of funny how it goes down. It's actually. Uh, Mark Farrington over here laughing. Having a death. <laughs> <laughs> but um, overall, the book is uh, its very fun. Uh, Bendis just brings the whole of the gang together with um, snarky quips. They take care of the kid. They're like, hey, why don't you guys have like a babysitter? Because you're kind of both superheroes and need to not be carrying mm-hmm. around an infant the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's um, cool that they address that. I mean, they elf do. in the room, baby um, walking around. And actually, that gets developed a little bit more as the series goes on. So... Um, um, the series even even now is still on, on the top of my stack every every month when it comes out. Even though uh, Imonen isn't still working on the book, I've been a couple of other artists which have kind of dragged it down a little bit for me. But the writing is still solid enough, and, and month after month, uh, it just keeps on going. So, uh, <clears throat> sorry guys, this is terrible right now. I will say this about Imonen's art: I never liked how he drew Wolverine's mask. That's just my oh, my takeaway. 
He remembers that. That's the thing I remember. How they draw Wolverine. She's, she's going to get Uh-oh. the comic. She goes to the archives. He, yep. he draws it in such cool. a weird way. I, I think I liked how he drew. Yeah, yeah. There it is. It's not good. I don't yeah. like that. He's got the wide. He's got a Mick Jagger wide mouth over there. Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> he's not as bad as Brian Hitch drawing Wolverine in his mask. What about is it that? too pretty? Terrible. Is it too pretty for you? Because he does draw. A... Maybe it is a little too pretty. Pretty juicy. Yeah. The mask is kind of thin and long. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's too yeah. thin at the top. You know, I prefer it very outlandish, if possible. Okay. Very know. obnoxious. Yeah, McFarlane-esque, yep. if at all applicable. <laughs> right. Applicable. So I'm going to wrap up my time because I cannot um, breathe clearly. It's okay. So uh, why don't we pass this on to someone next? All right. All right. Let's Thank you, Sarah. move on to you, the husband of that duo, the John Lennon to John her Lennon. Yoko Ono. You're going to call me Yoko Ono? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> The John Lennon to if he was married previously to another woman. Paul Linda, maybe. (laughs) Uh, Titus, what are you reading? What am I reading? What am I reading? What are you not reading? I'm reading just about everything. Um, The one book I I chose to read read, or review for today was uh, Defenders Number 1, which isn't actually out yet. Whoa! It drops this this Wednesday. Um, Which is like yesterday, right? One of the... uh, one of the perks for Tice's pants are dropping until <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> Showing that off. <laughs> One of the perks uh, that uh, Marvel helps us out with, uh, being retailers, is that they give us access to full issues sometimes before they come out, so we can read them and review them. Oh, that's cool. Um, so we had this probably a couple weeks ago. Oh, Get my. Checking this out. Ooh. This guy over um, here, huh? So it's pretty cool. Um, this, is uh, the honestly, this is the fraction, This is the fraction right? and the uh, Rachel uh, and Terry Dodson. The internet. Oh, Darling yes. Matt Fraction. Yep. Has anyone ever read his Twitter? It's like he's on LSD all day long. <laughs> it, it, it is. It, <laughs> I don't it's get it's it. hilarious. I love it. Oh, I love God. it. So how so how's the Defenders? Defenders number one. Um I wasn't really sure to think about this at first, but after I read it, I was pleasantly surprised. Is Doctor um, Strange in it? Doctor Strange is in it. Next. It uh <laughs> it's post post spear itself. Um we all know that Hulk had the the crazy worthy entity stuck yeah. in him. And basically, it starts off with the Hulk coming to Doctor Strange saying that this entity is still running around somewhere, and we have to do something about it because if it stays out there, it's going to be it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. It's on the loose. It's on the loose. This is Red Hulk, right? This like, is regular Green Hulk. This is whoa, Bruce Banner Hulk. See what's happening in your um, boys' book? That's I'm not really <laughs> sure where the continuity is, but yeah, nowhere to be seen. Exactly. <laughs> um, so basically, we have uh, the Hulk talking to Doctor Strange to get a team together to try to wrangle in this entity that's running around wreaking havoc. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, the Hulk, it's Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. they get Silver Surfer, hmm. they get Namor, Whoa, and they get I- Iron Fist. And and the Red She-Hulk. Oh my... What? And it sounds the weirdest assembly. It sounds like a really weird... Exactly. It sounds like the craziest, most ragtag group of people they could think of. But it's it's explained very well, and the intros to the characters are just excellent. It makes me like actually it's, care about the. It characters. sounds like Justice League International with it like is. the B team of characters. It is, but they all kind of make sense. Hmm. Um, and basically, we just have the Hulk just like terrified of this thing that's out there. Like he he basically explains it as um, being if, if if all of his hate and rage took like a physical form. Like that—that's what's out there right now. Like Volvo, you know. It's, it's like the it, Hulk onslaught. It, it basically says, like he said, like yeah. what, what if, what if, what if a Hulk had a Hulk? Like that's yeah. wow. That's what we're that's dealing with cool. here. Boiled I just down, wet yeah. my pants. 
Exactly. And, I'm uh, intrigued. I wedded them. And not not a whole lot really happened except for the, the intro to the characters in the issue, but it did a really good job at, at that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely excited to read the second issue and see what happens with this. Yeah. If, it, if it did the job of making you want to care about Silver Surfer and it, Namor. Exactly. It, it did. Mean, it did. Right then and there. It's tough. And maybe yeah. even Doctor Strange, but I don't know if no, there's any hope for that. That's not possible, <laughs> actually. They all have their moments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Dale, we're running out of tape. Oh, boy. We need to get to your book that you've been reading. Is it... Let the let the fans uh, know. Is it Amazing Spider-Man or isn't it? It is not Amazing Spider-Man. I think it was an off week this week. It's so Avenging, Avenging week. Spider-Man. Yeah, Aven- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I read, due to some internet controversy, right? Okay. Uh, via the Twitter, I read. I went back to the LCS and bought the shade because of the oh, because it might get canned. Right. The Collie uh, Hamner. I always thought his name was Collie Hammer with two M's, and then I look at the cover of the shade and it's Hamner. Huh. Really. So it just I'm right there with my you. my ear is on huh. it. I just turned me quite around. But on Twitter, somebody was tweeting. I don't know if it was Cully himself, but they were like, "How can you do this to James?" And you know, the shade is just so good, and to cancel it so early. And uh, and then James D. Robinson like replied, and he's like, "Guys, I don't know what you're talking about, but I just talked to DC, and there's no intentions of of uh, canceling the shade." Just because it was like one month later than the rest of the books, it's like a twelve-issue miniseries or something. But so based on that controversy alone, I wanted. Well, to there, check there's out more than that. Do you know that? No, there's more controversy. There is a. He said that he heard from DC if orders don't pick up, it's going to get canned before it ends. Oh, see? that that happened on uh, the Robot Six, I think. Yeah, that and I think that was in response to <clears throat> Robot. He seems pretty confident that. Yeah, it's not he's getting... no, I, I disagree. Wholeheartedly, oh, wow. unfortunately. So it's good that you bought it, though. Yeah, it is good that I bought it. I had it. heard that um, Darwin. There's like an arc. There, he's going to get some kind of you know popular artists on the book. Like Darwin Cook is supposed to do an issue. Really? In to the, try the to Maxi series. Try to boost the sales, maybe. Uh, I'd read no, that. Uh, no, actually, before uh, he heard that it was going to get canned. What is the shade? What? What is I, it? Here's here's something, and here here's probably a lot of trouble for s- somebody new who doesn't know anything about the shade which is me i still really don't have any idea exactly who the shade is but the two issues that i read were really awesome hmm. um the shade is a gentleman who is immortal and he has the powers of the shade now what that means exactly i don't know but it's some sort of magical <laughs> that's magic. like you're gotta... tricking me it's some sort of magical <laughs> I don't think he read these issues. manifestation he ha- he uh, when he invokes the power of the shade he kind of gets like these weird tattoos on his face and stuff like that but bottom line is the guy walks around in like gentleman's attire and a top hat, top hat. and yep. he talks and is and the way he talks is kind of like sherlock holmes like mr peanut like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> in Sherlock Holmes. It was really, it's actually really cool. Um, the first issue is he is like this gentleman, the Shade, is dating this Irish policewoman. And uh, they have this really cool relationship, how they're really kind of open and honest with each other. And he, uh, I guess he used to be a villain. And this, I think this is the problem of the book. Nobody really knows who the Shade is. And walking away way two issues in, people still really don't know the backstory of the shade. He's a friend of Starman. But do you want that to read helps. more? Yeah. But I want to read more. If That's you want all to matters, read more, though. because based on the uh, the guy, the shade. I mean, he's really 
he's a really cool, intriguing guy. He and the way he speaks is like the funniest thing I've ever. All I got from this is life. powers are funny speech, face tattoos, top hat, top hat. and top hat. And it makes you want to read it. I read um, that you know the books that came out after the New Fifty Two, like uh, Huntress, Penguin, and this. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't get any jumps in orders. Like nobody is <laughs> buying them compared to what people bought the New Fifty Two. Why do you think that is? Because. They haven't been launched like New 52, and also their miniseries. Now, quick point. When DC launched the 52, and they said they wanted to to keep their ordering and um, release cycle on point so that each week of the month, the same books would come out. Yeah. Week one is always these books. Week two is always these books. And that when there was a fifth week month, they would release miniseries books. But they didn't do that. Huntress and... And no, Penguin the, came out was yeah. on their own. This and most then recent fifth week was last like nothing, week there was nothing. nothing at all. It was totally it was ridiculous. So that just doesn't make sense at all. And there there will be more ongoing titles as some of the 52 trail away, Hawk and Dove, that, um, <laughs> that'll be replaced. But they're not getting the trumpet. They're not getting the announcement. And we're still calling it New 52, not New mm. Universe. So it's you're getting people to think only of these first books, um, and I I think there's going to be some problem with that. So somebody was uh, sent to kill the shade, and a German <laughs> a German private detective intercepted that and and got word to the shade, and this causes the shade to, uh, and the first guy they hire is a dead shot, dead man. Not dead man. Probably dead. Kill man. Probably. Shot. Yeah. Kill man. Is that sounds about right? Dead shot. Kill man. KG beast. Yeah. So, so the uh, th- at the end of the first issue, it's really sh- striking because I was kind of startled. I didn't know where it was going, but dead shot like slices his head off and his hands Whoa. like cuts his hands off. Decapitations. What's up with decapitations? That's, that's the big thing. And then too. second issue, boom, boom. It was all. It's like face it was like uh, Nick Fury's life model decoys, <laughs> <laughs> but for both Deadshot and the Shade. But um, I'm giving it a terrible assessment because I'm not really entirely sure what's happening in this book yet. But the Shade himself and his dialogue and inner monologue is worth reading the book on that alone. That's all I can say. I can say no more. James D. Robinson. I did my best. Uh, we're running out of tape now. I know. Get to your well, let's awesome get... book. That's going to be the best thing anybody's ever read. Wolverine. It's not Wolverine. Um, you know, maybe I'm not going to pick a great book. Maybe I just want to pick a book. Why don't you, you know? just pick a book? I'll shock you. Please do. In your face. Infinite Horizon. Okay. Hmm. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I've seen it. Phil Internet Darling Noto on the art chores. Mm-hmm. This is a reimagining of the Odyssey. In the present day. In space? Not Not in space that I know of. In Burbank. Uh, It uh, stars the captain. You know, he's in the uh, the Iraq. He's in the Afghanistan. Captain Picard or Captain Kirk? His name is just the captain. All right. Crunch. Morgan. Tough crowd. Hey-oh. So he is tasked with taking his troops out of this, you know, war zone. They've been called out. Need to get the team out. You know, they're they're hunkered down in an airport. It's taking heavy fire. Uh, I don't know what anyone is saying right now. I just hear words. They're they're so they finally they they create a diversion. They're out. They they sent this plane out. Make it appear that they were murdered. Blown up plane. Uh, now they're dressed in uh, uh, garb. You know they're wearing they're burkas. wearing they're wearing burkas. They're wearing the long coats, and they're on they're on the move. 
So now they're on the move, you know, in a strange land trying to get back to the U.S. So I haven't read the Odyssey in probably 20 years. So I don't know how how similar that is to the. You opening. read it when you were nine. I know this guy. I was a I was an intelligent youth. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Um, but Phil Noto, I mean, it's okay. I I love Phil Noto's fancy drawings on Tumblr, but he does have a good active Tumblr. Uh, I, I hate to burst everyone's bubble, but every female Phil Noto draws is the same on his Tumblr. Yep. Okay, that's fact. It's just broke my. That is his fact. His eyes shot left to right. Like he was devastating everybody with the I love Phil Noto's Tumblr, but Guys, you... in case you didn't <laughs> know this. Listen, there's like nine people in this room. I gotta catch everyone's <laughs> eyes. Uh just go on his Tumblr, look right. at his chicks. Okay. It's the same broad. Okay. All right. Will. Just saying that. Titus agree with me over there. Long straight hair? Yes. Yep. Same eyes. Yep. It's like the same white woman every time. Even his <laughs> Psylocke with the purple hair. He's supposed to be Asian or English. English Asian. She looks the same. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be picking it up, but it's it's good to see. I think this is the first book I've ever read with Noto's art in it. Didn't he do X23 or uh, Jubilee and Wolverine? I think anybody? No, I don't know. I think not he even got the comic shop owners Tumblr. know. Don't Noto. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, lightning round, Slim. <laughs> Slim's disdain for your yes, joke. Uh, lightning round. We're running out of time. Uh, two senses or less. A comic book that you're reading. Right now, Jonesy loves unpublished comic books. Go. Invincible 85. Uh, whatever happened to that thing where Kid Omni-Man was supposed to be evil? Does anyone else remember that? And... <laughs> no. <laughs> Second sentence. Man, Omni-Man does it a lot in this issue with Invincible's mom. <laughs> So he's a superhero. Huh? He's got, he's got super, super li- needs. Super, yeah, super libido. It's about lightning round. <laughs> right. I'm ready. We're ready. Sarah Titus. It's all you. The Walking Dead. The Rise of the Governor. A must read for any Walking Dead fan. Read it now! Hmm. Wow, there you go. Is that the novel? Or the comic? That is That's a novel, the novel novel. It is not a comic. Hmm. Close enough. Hmm. But it is integral to the history of The Walking Dead, specifically... The governor and how he becomes. <laughs> I would the have governor. never thought how Jesse he rises. <laughs> Jesse Ventura himself. <laughs> yeah. Titus, let's hear what you have to say. Secret Avengers, number eighteen. Mm-hmm. Warren Ellis. Imagine a kung fu movie in an MC Usher drawing. It's awesome. I can't take this. This wow. is too much. Just blew it open. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm overstimulated. <laughs> <laughs> Stimulated. <laughs> uh, it's my turn to go and say Jungle Girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you punishing me for reading comics? <laughs> Jungle Girl. <laughs> That's all. Shinku. You're welcome. <laughs> Ron Mars. Twitternet darling. Twitternet. He's listening. <laughs> Even so, Shinku is pretty good. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Wow. Short and sweet. We got to get into it right now before everyone goes to sleep <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> uh, Kurt Busick. 
He also is watching us at all times on the Twitter. He's, He's actually in Dale's bathroom. His <laughs> name uh, and uh, Mr. Imonan. 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 Imonan on art. Imonan. Superman's secret identity tells a story. I guess you could. This is like an Elseworlds, yeah. right? Yeah. Is it is it classified as Elseworlds? I don't think not it sure. is though. No, I don't think it's so. Definitely not this world. <laughs> Some worlds. Some worlds. It's my world. Um, Earth 18. Tells a story about a youngin by the name of Clark Kent. Superman, right? That's what you mean? No. Oh. Not the Clark Kent. Not the. Uh, he's, uh. He lives in kind of our world. You know, imagine if you named your son after a different DC character, Clark, and your last name was Kent. You know, he's got the comics with him. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, my parents named me Clark Kent. Yeah, I get it. Uh-huh. Um, but he he grows up to discover awful parents. Yeah, pretty much J offs. Yeah, it's, and they live in Kansas. What? What kind of parents would do that? I know, terrible. terrible. Chauncey. He, <laughs> uh, but he grows up to discover one night that he does have the powers of Superman, and uh, the four issues tell uh, each section of his life. You know, he's young in the first book, and he. Learns to discover that he has these powers. The second book is he's an adult, and he uh, actually wears the costume when he starts to use these powers. In present day, mm-hmm. the, um, the third book, he's a little older. You know, uh, he finds out that him and his wife are are having kids, and then the fourth book is, you know, he's a dad and and he's winding down. Uh, he's you know, his life is winding down with these powers. But the book is all told through him, kind of like a diary. You know, he writes on this typewriter um, talking about his his uh, his life, you know, because he didn't have friends when he was younger. So he goes to his own, quote, Fortress of Solitude, uh, which was just this typewriter. So it's all internal monologue as told through kind of a diary. And probably the best way of ever doing a book like this ever. You know, I bust Kurt Busiek's chops all the time. Because he watches you like a hawk on Twitter. He does. But, I mean, this is Astro City level brilliance, I think. Jonesy, you, you want to marry this book. Uh, that correct? This is the book, and I've said it several times, that I wish they'd make the next Superman movie out of. Yeah. Um, and I, I have such a personal attachment to this book that it's really going to be hard for me to talk about it. You going to cry? Uh, maybe a little. So I'm just going to talk about like some moments that I really like. Every time I read, I actually stop to just study these pages for moving on. I know what one, at uh, least one of them is. Book one is when Clark first flies into the town with a flood. Mm-hmm. And he is like, he's got his arms out and the, the town is flooded. And he talks about having to focus his hearing and, and how like it just goes about how it's so new to him. And uh, he makes his first save. Then there's another moment where he talks about him like sitting by himself in the Rocky Mountains because he can go there and yeah. about how isolated and a stranger and how he feels. Um, page, or it, rather issue number two, uh, the moment after he meets Lois Chathari, he, uh, he's so exuberant that he just flies into the uh, night skyline. Mm-hmm. That's just a great moment in the book. Um Another one in the third book that I really love is when he finds out that he and Lois are pregnant. 
they're it's just a simple moment but it, it touches me in such a like a deep way is when they're on the ocean and they have the boat and they're having a cookout and like he's just like flying around because he can be himself out there mm-hmm. and um like she's yelling at him because he's getting water on the stakes. <laughs> like it's just it's such a real moment in like an unreal world. And uh that's what Busick just does so well is he just takes the stuff where it's like this can't happen. But if it did, this is right. exactly how it yes. would be. And Clark's love affair with <laughs> flying I think touches everybody in that you know, everybody deep down, you know, what's the first thing? What would your superpower be? Oh, I want to fly. Like, this book just takes that concept and makes it. Well, there are so know. many, like. I double... could gush about this for a, for a whole episode. There were so many great double page spreads of, like, him as a speck, but, like, the entire landscape was the, oh, yeah. the walking down two the road. Pages. That was a great yeah. one. Uh, There's a few where he's in costume and just kind of observing, you know, uh, beautiful landscapes. Um, I didn't. I, and I didn't realize until this the this time reading that uh, Eminent colored it too. He did the okay. col- he did the coloring for the book. It was very a, a very different art style. From yeah, yeah. His yeah. his, his, his was, style has changed really like changed so much. Lot, yeah. Like from Next Wave, his stuff was is like completely different from yeah. when you look at that yeah. to this, and then even now, actually, I think it's there's still a big jump. Um, but yeah, there were so many crazy moments in that book. I thought you were going to say the um, I find myself watching a lot of sunsets. I thought that was going to be That's nervous. my favorite line of the book. <laughs> Especially in the end where he's like, uh, he says, you know, I find myself watching a lot of sunsets and just over the next, it starts all over again, just a little further mm-hmm. down. I kind of want to cry just thinking about it right now. <laughs> the, 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 I think the, the, the part that sets the tone for the book was when he he's talking on, a, on the typewriter about how he's, uh, Clark Kent and everyone's ask you know they make fun of him with the powers but he really envies uh, Lana Lang and the, Pete he Ross. wants the friends because yeah. Clark was anonymous he's not yeah he really just envied Man, the friends right. that he had and because not the powers this right. is all hold hands <laughs> just think about this book now had you guys read this before I, I think I read the first issue when it originally came out but mm-hmm. I, I just never got back to it and never right. never read the whole thing um, I certainly enjoyed it mm-hmm was, Not was, as much as Jonesy. Um, is this the greatest Superman book ever told? It's yes. one of my new favorites. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's so it's different. It's it's because it's a you know else worlds or or wherever. It's um, you know one of the things that Titus always says is that it's so hard to write a good Superman story because he's such a hard character to write. And he's lame. Here, <laughs> say it. here we're seeing it from a different perspective, and you're seeing a lot of the same parallels. Um, that we see throughout of, you know, when you have this power, you need to do something positive with it. Um, you need to protect your family and yourself from people that might want to exploit you. And uh, just a lot of different ways. Like, I, I appreciated how um, they said that he, once Clark started to get uh, picked up by the government and, and people started to kind of keep keep tabs on him, he wore his glasses not to hide himself from his coworkers that he saw every day but to hide himself from the people that might on a you know crossing the street might recognize him and, and try to nab him yeah but that was very uh interesting take on on why have that you know lame disguise mm-hmm. the i mean i wrote there's a couple uh i'll call them jonesy moments <laughs> where i wrote down some of the some some special lines that i chuckled at um I actually I only wrote a few. Just one Superman's friends on his powers. Uh, when he talks about Lois, she smiles like life's a joke, and you're in on it with her, which 
which I didn't even catch the first couple times I read it, but I thought it was an amazing. It's beautiful, line. isn't it? Yes, yeah, it is. That is really uh, the the one of my favorite parts, and uh, I loved in the Man of Steel origin where I made fun of how insane Lois was, where she like threw her car into the ocean, into the the lake to <laughs> to get Superman, but it was like to a total extreme in this one where you know this this the version of Lois in this book was the kook reporter that was like getting the inside dirt from him to kind of send out news from the press yeah. where in real life you know this is how insane Lois probably would be she, you know she like blew up a town yeah, to try to bring him people. out and like that's Lois Lane right there and she's a total nut job which I thought was great even though you know people died <laughs> outside of that but you're okay with that <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. Jo- I think Jonesy hit the nail on the head when Busick he just nails the human emotion because the way he just wrote the fe- what Clark was feeling the first time he flew and uh, th- his relationship with Lois with Lois I thought was the greatest. I mean they were they were like the notebook cute together. They they just had a great life and the fact I I just I get I'm getting uh, tinglys now Her- because when uh, when Clark opened up to Lois and like told her the truth. It was just like the greatest thing ever because that is not what superheroes do. And, and you yeah. know, but he was he was so in love with her that that, that I mean, and how in, as impossible as it was for anybody to fathom that there was a Superman in the real world, right? He didn't want to risk losing Lois because they were fighting and he had disappeared because the government had tried to tried to get him that weekend. That uh, he, I mean, how could you? not you truly love somebody that much you i wouldn't be able to think about keeping it from them even if it was to it'd be tough even if it was for their safety it would be just that much tougher to not let well one of her the in on it the uh, other uh, jonesyisms um <laughs> jump on the is, jonesy train <sighs> love is someone who will share your baggage no matter what it is right yeah this book needs to come out for Valentine's Day. Yeah. We, need to, we need to do a Valentine's it Day was, special. It was, it was a love story. It was, I mean, it really was. This, yeah. is, a, this is a book for, for chicks? Maybe I'll give it, it really to my wife. It really had very little to do with Superman. It did. Yeah. Probably the, why I like yeah, it Yeah, that so was much. really cool. The one, Another part that I didn't catch until this reading was where they talked about how he might have gotten these powers. Yeah. When he was looking over, I think, some <laughs> findings with his wife. Uh, they talked about the meteor shower uh, at a certain date. But then they also talked about the possibility of other people getting different powers, you know, depending mm. on their psychological um, – I don't even know how to say it, Their psychological status at that time. So he manifested the powers that he got from the meteor as Superman's powers. Because he was so psychologically yeah. tied into it. Yeah, and that was how he that's, – that's his outpouring of the – of the changes that the meteor affected him with, whereas the other patients, you know, they could have manifested the powers in different ways. Yeah, I think uh, for me, issue one and issue four probably tie for my favorite of the series. Um, and issue four, because of moments where he, like, it, he's winding down being Superman, and like, um, or what, you know, he's not even really Superman, just, right. you know, Clark. Um, Clark man like the moments where like he flies to the sun because he's getting weaker oh yeah and he's finally got to accept the fact that do superpowers last a lifetime Uh Uh, there's other moments in the book where they wrap up the Molloy storyline 
and they oh, have that yeah. like wonderful interaction where he's like dude i knew who you were the whole time yeah. but because you did so much like i never you know wrote it up and everything i did wrote up was destroyed and he's like it's just finally nice to say i liked your books all these years <laughs> like i like I'm, I'm crying right now just thinking about it i like how they made that into a storyline but it wasn't an adversarial storyline because they could have easily i would i don't believe for one second that malloy was the end all be all to the confrontation you know what i mean there could right. have been a lot more storyline where the government was really trying to peg this guy but it wasn't that's not what the story was about so they barely touched on it he really had no adversary there was no antagonist yeah. which was kind of strange to me yeah was, it was strange but awesome at the same time like the where she got pregnant i was waiting for yeah, something waiting to something, happen something like oh man she's gonna or, die here yep. and it's gonna be terrible yep. Or the part with the daughters, like I was waiting for something big to happen, but it never did, and that was really like strange the first time I read that's it. So per- I, that's what's so profound is there's no big comic book beats because it's yeah, not because it's comic not book story. it's not a superhero story exactly mm-hmm. because I thought the same thing. I thought either uh, Lois was going to die on the birthing table or the government rigged this whole thing up so they could take the kids. Right. Like I was like yeah. prepared for the worst yeah. <laughs> because they're going to take Clark's kids so from depressing. It, yeah, it was, but then it, it wasn't. And it was, I, the book is just a hundred times better because there was none of that. How about that great involved. moment where like he knows the two girls are, are, you know, superheroes now. And like, you, you like, you almost see it in a panel where he's like, I'm not alone finally. And you know, I have a family that's just like me. I belong. And they fly over the mountains, and like there's that horses, the horses running, and he's flying above, like uh, uh. (laughs) all the double page spreads were (laughs) fantastic in that book. Beautiful. I think some of the pages, some of the art, kind of he worked on me a little bit. It looked like Eminem just took photocopies of people's faces, and Don Don Garvey brought this up too. uh, EchoRift.com, Don Garvey. it was like photocopies of faces and then just colored to to mm-hmm. look like a, a comic mm-hmm. page. You're calling him in and out right now. Yeah, it's just he, 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 he drew a weird. He said it allegedly. Oh, you're allegedly, allegedly calling yeah. him out. No, I said it looks like that. He drew Lois's nose kind of funky in some some pages too. Yeah, she had total ski slope in certain like there were like huge bulbous noses like depending on which way her head was turned it was like her superpower had manifested in an ugly nose (laughs) her psychological makeup at the time yeah (laughs) she yeah she hated her own nose and it manifested that way i love their relationship though i love how lois is just the, the coolest the coolest wife ever other than my wife if uh what's your pick uh superman secret identity or superman birthright hmm Oh boy, mm. secret! I I don't know. Yeah. I'd go, I'd go I birth. I'd go birthright. I can't qualify secret identities as Superman book. Yeah, exactly. You can't really compare it to. I, no. I I'm kind of. I know why they called it Superman Secret Identity. I just wish they would have called it Secret Identity. Yeah. Because it's a super, yeah. the easiest way to explain it is to put Superman in the title, but it's not a Superman title at all, and that's why they would never do the movie because it's not Superman IP. It's just. Clark Kent in, right. in a real world situation, so that's a. But it does but follow a lot of the struggles identity. that Superman has. We just never follow them because nobody writes a story yeah. like this, right? And he's from Krypton, and guys doesn't belong here. So there's that. Gen Z seems upset that there's talk of birthright being better than secret identity. No, I, yeah, I, I pick, yeah, I'd pick the two. Own. 
This this has put me in a mood that you know the world's okay. Looks like you're just gonna go in the corner and dance with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think just the two books next to so each Edwin other. Edwin McCain's "I'll Be," <laughs> "I'll Be," <laughs> had long hair, a big forehead. Uh, I think we should we should go in. Uh, we should wrap that secret identity up. Secret identity. We just all kiss each other. Secret identity after that over birthright though. In the end. Uh, wait, did you say birthright over secret identity? Of course you No, I that. just said that <laughs> sentence, and no, I did not say that. You know that. We got your letters. I'm gonna open them up. Farrington's gonna read them to you. R.I.P. Mark Farrington, wherever you are. He was on assignment in Seattle. We don't know if he's coming back. You think there's this thing going on where we're both looking up at the same star at the same time? Us and him? Yeah, he's trying to put his big paw on it. <laughs> yeah. He does uh, this is a segment where we read your letters on the show. Pa- uh, letters at papercake.com. You know, shoot them over. Email us about secret identity. You could, twitter, you could twitter us if you want. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, probably not, but go ahead. Uh, dear Paper Keg, I really enjoy what you cats have been doing lately. But I'm sad about Mark Farrington falling off the map with regards to the new DC. We are too. Former DC. So I'll ask your show sponsors, have any other publishers benefited directly from their new 52? Have any other books been picked out by new readers for Marvel, like Ultimate Spider-Man or some such? From Terry. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, nothing really specific. Um, Ultimate Spider-Man has been a big one, though. Uh, anything that had a good jumping on point at the same time that the DC stuff was getting rebooted. And anything really that people that are open enough to ask us and say, hey, what else is good? Yeah. I mean, it's getting people in the door excited about comics again. So they're coming in to buy Batman or Wonder Woman, and then they say, hey, what else should I read? And that allows us the chance to kind of tailor what they should read towards some of their tastes, what they have been reading, you know, what they like and... You blow in their minds with things they would never expect. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. What, yeah. do, what do the majority of female readers buy out of the new 52? Batgirl. No. Batgirl? Looks it's nice. up there. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. She doesn't even have yeah. legs, does she? Batgirl? She work- now. No, They're workable. She throws her wheelchair at people. <laughs> Nightwing's pretty sweet. He's dreamy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Grayson. Uh, I love it. Yeah. All right, uh, this next letter comes from uh, at Zeronius or Exeronius. Exeronius. Who was the last one from? Say. I want to know who asked uh, about Terry. Us. Terry. Terry. Thanks, no name Terry. Or location. Thanks for writing in. So Zeronius writes, "What if or else worlds? The- which do the paper keggers like best based on personal preference? Which companies' aforementioned alternative timeline comics more consistently quality in your mind? I'm a big What If Volume One and Two fan myself." If you don't have moist eyes at the end of the first story, and what if Invisible Woman or Second Child, Volume 2, Number 30, October 1991. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot of detail. You are a filthy monster. From Zeronius of the non-infamous InstaFlicka podcast. Yeah, he does a podcast where they go through um, Netflix streaming movies. Oh, hey, check them out. They talk about those movies. Okay. Check it out. So the what, question, was the question? what was the question? What, exactly? what, what if for Elseworlds, what do you like better? And um, what are your favorite favorite moments? I should continue. I the the only, favorite. Yeah. What, my favorite <laughs> moment was 
The only one I remember of What If was the last issue uh, where Gambit discovered what was in Mr. Sinister's, like, lockbox, and it was comic books, like, of their universe. <laughs> so the the final issue was, like, him, and, like, they were, like, the photocopied covers of, like, their own universe, and it, he, like, blew his own mind, and that was the uh, the last issue. I... I... I probably prefer what ifs more because they're the only ones I'm familiar with. I'm not really familiar with the Elseworld stuff. Uh, I've I've read a couple what if Spider Mans. Those are usually ones that would catch my eye. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I probably bought at least three or four of them a month when they would come out. <laughs> so yeah, that's what, what if just if. sounds more enticing? Like what if? Yeah, Elseworld. Like Elseworld. Yeah, they don't do the what if anymore, right? That's not out. Anymore. They don't do yeah. Elseworlds either. So. Hmm. The only uh, Elseworlds I can think of is like that Batman Gotham, Gotham by Gaslight. Gaslight. Yep. Yeah, was wasn't really wasn't Kingdom Come Elseworlds? I think so, and that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's, that's been true. long yeah. lobbied for a book club. It should be. Hmm. Yeah, we should do that. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Do that with, when Mark's on the show. If you, oh yeah, if he ever comes Definitely. back, yeah, probably wants to redeem himself. Speaking of redemption, Uh-oh. our last letter. Just want to say, I love you guys. Some more than others, but totally in the bromance kind of way. As much as I hate to say it, Jonesy was right about the Dick Grayson Alban debacle. I thought he was talking about some Earth 3 Grant Morrison BS, but alas, he was right. In Batman 107, Dick Grayson becomes Alban. Attached are some pages. Oh, wow. He did did attach pages. Uh... I was. I will corroborate what Jonesy's reading. It's real. He, it's not just making this up. Are the pages made up? No, they're they're very clean scans of what looks to be a very ancient comic book. Wow. And uh, he does turn down. Photoshopped. Man. It's possibly photoshopped. I can't. I can't bet against it. Photoshop can we make Batman o- pages at, look old. At Rogue with a zero is a very talented individual. Oh, yeah. He could photoshop yeah. those. He just opened up a comic shop in Florida. I can't can't think of the name of it offhand. Isn't it Rad? Or is that? Did he just call his comic shop Rad? I, it's it's Rad. It's possible. It's a good name. I mean, that would be a good name. I don't think in, it's Rad. I know they're in our, the Orlando area. Check them out. Gen Z, what does it feel like to be possibly vindicated if that's not photoshopped? Uh, I actually I don't feel like it's real because I've been wrong so often. <laughs> wow. So even now, like I got to pinch myself every you know once in a while. That's nice. Um, I just wish Farrington well, could accept it in his heart. Thanks for that fan input, uh, Rogue, because. Uh, Nobody would have believed this otherwise. I certainly still don't believe it, and I saw it. That's true. Um, where should we be checking out your comic shop? Can Can you give a loose estimate uh, or a loose uh, location? Like a website for, for, our, for our folks to check out. We have a website. It is called thecomicbookshop.com. How did you get that URL? I don't understand. Trade how secrets. That... Yeah. A lot of people yeah. had to die. Nice. I do. I do believe that actually. Patrick we prostituted have... himself, much yep. like Mark Millar. <laughs> true. It's true. And you can see Patrick prostitute himself, like Mark Millar, <laughs> at our brick and mortar store in Wilmington, Delaware. We're about half an hour south of Philly, about forty-five minutes north of Baltimore, uh, right on ninety-five. Um, it's an easy stop. We're open seven days. Seven days a week. Yeah, seven seven, days, seven a week. days a week. That was probably the best segue into a plug I've ever heard. <laughs> that was pretty good. They're, they do a lot of shows too, right? Guys? They do. Do a lot of cons. Up and down. Comic cons, uh, all up and down. We have links everywhere. to uh, local conventions and, and fun stuff to do on our website. Um, 
Thank you so much for having us, you guys. We really well, appreciate you being invited out. Maybe thank you can you. come back next week. Who knows? We will, we'll have to check That'd the schedule. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see uh, see who's on shift at the shop. We have yeah. to move yeah. some things around. We can make it happen. Yeah. Maybe right. you come to us next week. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. We might. Yeah. Maybe. All Broadcast right. from the show. I mean, from the uh, shop. There you go. Uh, we'll see everybody next week. What's a book? Uh, I forget. Mystery Society. That's it. Great book. Same for the show. Uh, we'll talk about it next week. We'll see everybody next week. Last word, and no one can stop me. Bye. Bye. <laughs>